I'm I'm doing fucking great, man. How are you? Me too. I'm so excited about today's guest. It, Me too. So so excited. I feel like he's he's been a part of my life since my youth. At, Same. I remember, I, the day I remembered getting put onto Everclear, my brother was a huge fan, and he's like, and I I was into hip hop, and he's like, you want to come to this concert? Redman's opening up, and I said, yeah, let's go. Right? It was in the, it was in Manhattan, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I went there, and they switched out um the Black Eyed Peas for Redman, and I'm like, oh. I was so oh, mad, right? shit. but it was like the backpack group, Black Eyed Peas. So I was right, like, right. Oh, they were okay, but Everclear mm-hmm. stole <laughs> me. I was like, yeah. I love this group, and the music became anthems for like ever. Oh my god! Yeah, right? I remember being late for class because I wouldn't get out of the car until I finished the song. <laughs> like yeah. in high school, just like blasting it on the radio. So good, man. good shit, dude. That's the only reason why I'm in a good mood because I had the fucking second. Uh, vaccine shot and i told you it's been kicking my ass man and i've been like in kind of like a a fog for like the last couple days and then uh, just this show is pumping me up so great man well without further ado i don't want to leave him backstage too yeah, much. No, let's let's do the intro man uh fucking lead singer of everclear um uh, a political activist um just uh an amazing 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 dude uh guitarist just uh, art alexis let it bring him out guys let him hear it hey what's going on man What's going on? So the show, the tour you saw, hey guys, thanks for having me on, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you saw Tom. That was the Snowcore tour. Yes. Of 1999. And Redman got kicked off the tour. Because <laughs> 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 in Fargo, off? North Dakota, this true story. Fargo, North Dakota, because he was caught in the back of the um his tour bus. With an underage girl, he was caught by the sheriff of Fargo, and he just didn't, by by accident, was with the sheriff's fifteen-year-old daughter. Get the oh fuck out! And Holy like, oh. shit! He goes, "Man, I'm sorry, I'm out of here, dude." And then two days later, he was on the DMX tour, big, big, <laughs> big ass DMX tour. He knew he was going on that fucking tour. Oh <laughs> wow! But 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 that's cool. And yeah, and that was uh that was the the um, black eyed peas before Fergie. Yes. Right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yes, before they absolutely. had a chick in the band, it was it was uh it was they a were, different thing. Yeah. That was that's fucking. Totally that's crazy. Fun. With the sheriff's daughter, that's like a movie. That's not a fucking. That doesn't happen to people. <laughs> I mean, I love Red Man, man. That guy was so fucking. Like, I grew up in a black neighborhood. I grew up in a housing project in L.A. And he's from New York. But we mm-hmm. talked. A lot of our growing up was very similar. I mean, I'm white. He's black. So there were right. definitely huge differences there. Um, but, uh, I mean, just in a lot of the, the cultural things that, that we grew up with in the 70s and 80s um, was, was there for us. And and uh, I loved having him on tour. I watched him every night. And then wow. uh, and that was a great tour. Soul Coffin. Um, yeah. DJ Mellow. Um, yeah. DJ Shadow, DJ Shadow. So, anyways, 
Blah, blah, blah. What's going on, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, man. I'm just coming off my uh, my second vaccine. So, uh, Which one? Um, yeah. The, uh, Pfizer. I got Pfizer. Pfizer. So the second one's the kicker, right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it really, ha- I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, not that I didn't believe it, man, but I was like, no, nah, I'll be all right. And it fucking floored me. Um, dick in the dirt, dude. Yeah. Dirt. I, I'm like, which I'm like, I'm like, I, I know you said you, you had had COVID. So that must've been a, a fucking nightmare. And you had long COVID you said, right? It was worse. Yeah. I had long haul COVID. I, um, but I got the, um, uh, when I got the, the vaccine, I got the uh, J and J about a month, oh, okay. a little over a month ago, wow. uh, five weeks ago. Right. I, I don't know if you know it, but I was diagnosed five years ago with uh, multiple sclerosis. So, yes. and apparently I'd had it for 20 years before they diagnosed me. So wow. I've had it for like 25 years and uh, they wanted me to get the Johnson and Johnson because of my autoimmune disease, whatever. I got it um, for about a day and a half. I felt mild COVID symptoms, body mm-hmm. aches, fat- super fatigue, you know, and I was in bed for about a day. And then I was up and, and I woke up one morning, gone. And now wow. my wife got the Moderna a week ago. So she's getting the second one, May 2nd. And sucks because I got a show on May 21st. So I got to leave, right? Right. And, uh, so I'm I'm bringing her mom in because I hear that second one's gonna gonna kick her ass probably. Yeah, maybe, I really. Maybe. I mean, I I heard it had different effects on different people and stuff. And I know that if you're they, there's a bunch of stuff people say that if you're younger, you know, and you have a stronger immune system, you have a stronger reaction to it. And I was cruising just fine after I got it. Um, and then uh, I woke up at six o'clock in the morning. Matt, like a headache like i've never fucking had before um dizziness uh uh the whole body ache thing and then um i just i like wrote it out or whatever and then the next day still felt the same way and now i feel like i'm fine none of that but i'm definitely in a fog and i can't seem to shake that yet either so i don't know how long this shit lasts okay we'll take that feeling right mm-hmm. multiply it by about three and take it for about two months Holy with shit pneumonia that's what oh I god wow i can't fucking how the hell did you even survive that dude dude i'm, I'm i you know i i say this not arrogantly but just anyone who knows me i don't know why but i'm a fucking tough motherfucker i just am <laughs> yeah you know i you get you get <laughs> i believe you know, it three drug overdoses um heart <laughs> stopped once defibrillators i mean right it's fucking hard to kill multiple sclerosis you know <laughs> right ms yeah and you said for 25 years you they, they basically said you have it was it the because you you had gotten into a car accident right and then they diagnosed you would they have even found it otherwise i don't know i don't know no. i was starting to have more serious uh, balance issues and um uh you know i just just i wasn't i, I thought it was age i just thought it was age and that mm-hmm. i had you know, I had you know a little bit about my past. I've been yeah. pretty hard into drugs and drinking for many years, and I've, right. been, I've been sober almost thirty-two years now. But you know, Congrats, shit, man. shit takes its toll. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, okay, this is how it's going to be. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, you know what's funny? A lot of people watching, one of the gentlemen that's on our station, uh, Justin Gonzalez, also an MS warrior, which me and him mm -hmm. bonded because my wife is an MS warrior. Oh, and, God bless you. Yeah, no, but I say we have it, like me and her have it. I you do like have it. Things. You do. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. How's she doing? Does she have RRMS or Progressive? RRMS, very okay. similar. Knock on wood. We take Copax, and I think you might be the same. Yeah. I'm here, brother. You know what's funny? Nice. She, doesn't, she doesn't like shots, so I give her her shot. She's never injected it herself. Really? She, yeah, she's wow. You don't have the little shot? You don't have the injector thing? It, I don't know if you use that, but it's so much better to use it without it because it's well, way less aggressive. I get. I got to tell you something. I disagree. All right? Really? For one thing, I'm an ex-drug addict. So getting <laughs> a needle in my hand like this, yeah. right? I don't know how to spell trigger in really big letters, but that's yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that I put it in that little plastic thing. I push the button, wow. pokes me in the tummy or wherever. Yeah. You know, you gotta find fat on you, which I'm having no problem right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> my God, <laughs> yeah, you were saying you got the COVID fifteen going on. Oh, let's 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 be honest, COVID twenty three. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's up there. But it was know, a hard winter, dude. No, you know what it was? I was doing okay. I was doing okay. I put about five on because I had mm -hmm. stopped being a vegan and started eating meat, but I was swimming 300 meters a day. I got a, oh, I got wow. a big ass pool in my backyard, and mm -hmm. um, I uh, and and I built the pool because swimming is one thing, as you know, for with, yeah. with MS, so you don't get overheated. I can't, yeah, right. I can't run. I can't like fully like, you know, I, I work out in a gym with a trainer once a week and I do PT and stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't like work out where I'm sweating like I used to or play basketball or I can't do that shit anymore. Yeah, um, right. so swim. And mm -hmm. um, when I got COVID, they put me on for a month on steroids and wow. Oh my God. I, I am for one, I hate them. They just right. made me feel horrible. And two, I was just eating everything. My poor <laughs> wife would make me dinner. She made me a huge dinner, and I'd be like, is there any more? <laughs> I just felt defeated. She wanted to go just lay down and put her head right. under the couch, man. It was just like yeah, Because I couldn't get enough food. Just couldn't. And guess what? It's all right here. <laughs> all right here. That's all right. That's all right. I've already lost four pounds. In the last two weeks, so I'm, I'm yeah. you know, by the time the my uh, Summerland the the tour in uh, July starts, I'll be I'll be down. Nice. No, no, I feel you, man. You'll lose again. I feel. I told you from like here down is all green screen. I'm huge. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> why I look like I'm giving an Apple presentation in '88. You know, what yeah, I mean? I've been cheese has been my favorite thing to eat during this whole thing, and it's really kind of. I looked up. Like, do, is cheese good for you? And then I found out that it's not. And then I just tried to find uh, posts remotely. that said it was. No, it's not. not, not There's nothing good about cheese. It's, no, it's 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 bad fat. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's good fats. It's bad fat. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's inflammatory. Um, there's all these things I could tell you about. Um, Tom, has your wife ever read uh, Doctor Walls, Terry Walls? I got it above my. I keep all my books above my bed. Like that's one of the I, ones I read. I actually oh, met. Nice. I actually got to. Did meet you her. really? Yeah, man, she's badass. This woman, just so you know, John, this woman <laughs> was a, um, a biologist, and she yeah. got MS, and she got it. She got progressive MS, which is primary progressive, really bad. Right. And 
So she couldn't even be in a wheelchair. She was in bed. And finally, she devised a protocol of diet and exercise. And now she she rides bikes. She wow. rides she rides three Ks. You know, wow. um, is progressive. So is, is progressive with Selma Blair wound up having? I know. I think she was secondary progressive. Secondary but they, progressive. They reversed because she was in such a long inflammation. And then okay. is it secondary progressive. I don't. Okay. I don't think she was prime because primary is very aggressive. Like it hits you like a truck and keeps going. It never hers, hers is pretty. Hers is pretty aggressive, man. Yeah, hers is. I don't know did if you've seen her recently, but it's. Well, I know the treatments she did. The well, uh, she got. She's gotten the. Uh, the you know, treatments. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's gotten that a couple of times. Yeah, I'm okay. at the point. I don't feel like I need that yet. I right. might. I would, right? No, you yeah. know, I don't well, think. how does? Can you explain for people who don't know what exactly you like a normal day for you going through that kind of thing when it hits, when it doesn't hit? Well, for one thing, I have insomnia really bad, and I so if I sleep more yeah. than five hours a night, that's pretty good. My wife so, is the same way. Huh? My wife is exactly the yeah. same way. Is that because of the? Is that because of the MS, or is that just you naturally? It's MS. And also, mm -hmm. I'm a 59 year old guy, so I got to go to the bathroom three times a night. <laughs> no. You guys will find that out. Yes, no, you I will. Hope <laughs> yes, you will. Um, and you can blame your prostate on that one. Um, so just letting you know, the Falcons pick is in. Number four pick is in. Um, right. <laughs> so, the crowd wants to know too. This is great. So, so um, I, I, I just like. I don't know. My um so a day for me. Walking is difficult. It's difficult. I gotta stretch mm -hmm. every day. If I don't stretch every day, and then I try to walk about a half a mile, a mile before breakfast in my right. backyard or, or up and down the street. And uh do you do it, yoga? I, I do I do I did do yoga before. I haven't been doing it. I'm gonna start yoga again, but mm -hmm. really what I want to start doing is Tai Chi. And uh, because I think that would help with my balance. And another thing too, Tom, is for if your wife has balance issues, is is um, riding horses is supposed to be really good too. Really? Wow! I figured that'd be rough on you. It, I don't think it's easy, but I think it's good for you if you can do it. Wow! Yeah, I don't that's know. Incredible. But a friend of mine I got just bought three horses for his one daughter, which makes no sense. But um, <laughs> he's a guy that came yeah. from the too, and he just buys three of everything. <laughs> Ferraris, bought three Ferraris. <laughs> Why? Oh, God. That's hilarious. <laughs> Seriously, this dude was a crack addict, crack dealer. Now he's multimillionaire. God bless. Oh, they went Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I love him out of Florida. Nice. 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 Okay. Anyway, um... I'm a horrible interview today. I apologize. No, it's fine. Um, I've never had somebody give up sports updates as the interview. This is great. I know. I know, but I've just been waiting for this all day. <laughs> anyway. That's um, crazy. But, but then, you know, for the rest of the day, John, as far as my days go, I just try to, I try to swim. I try to stay healthy. I, I try to eat a good diet and stay mm -hmm. away from inflammatory foods. Um, um, That's and, a big deal. Uh, it's hot. It's tough for me because... I'm a coffee drinker and I like a little sweetness in my coffee. But yeah. Date syrup instead. And, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, drink milk. I drink, but I do eat cheese every now and then, which 
It's not good for you. There you, you. go. Bad for you like John <laughs> yeah, I was I was eating the vegan cheese for a while and it's just it's not the same. I know. I try to do that horrible. shit too. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. And, I mean, and the truth about the vegan cheese is I would put so much on top of whatever I was eating to cover up the taste of the vegan cheese, it didn't matter. But you just you just you wiped out any benefit that you were getting from the vegan cheese. Yeah. So, One of the guys on our channel, again, who's, who suffers with MS, Justin Gonzalez, was a touring opera singer, and he had memory issues because of his MS. Do you find you have any of that kind of trouble doing the music and song? What, I'm sorry, what did you say? Do you have any kind of trouble with memory issues? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said memory, not hearing, so I wasn't sure which way you were going in that direction. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe you didn't hear me. Maybe it cut out. I don't know. <laughs> no, um, I, uh, yes. Yes, I do have memory issues. But then again, is it because of DMS? Is it because I'm 59 years old? Is it because I took more LSD than most people? Uh, you know, than a football team of hippies? Um, hey, I'm thinking yeah. about the LSD, dude, just because it's supposed to uh, cure depression, right? Isn't that what they say now? Microdose, no, that's what microdose. they said in 1957. That's what, that's what the, the, Timothy, what's his name, was saying. Right. You know, no, no, you don't think so? Fuck All right. No. Crazy. <laughs> if I took acid again, I'd lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I would just be like eating bugs out in the backyard. Is it? <laughs> it but it, the it protein, the protein art. What about? Uh... So, and then my wife would have a like leash on me so I don't go in the deep end. <laughs> man, that sounds sexy. She's like, man, I'm gonna drown that motherfucker. Get that. <laughs> Get that life insurance. I got lots of life insurance. So. Oh, God. Well, I don't blame her. If I ever get progressive, dude, I'm going to put like Underwood deviled ham all over my body and walk out into the desert. No <laughs> and, and let the coyotes eat me. Do you know Underwood, Underwood deviled ham would be a great name for an album. So hold on to that. If you, you need it, if you have any, is, do you? I don't know what it is, but I love it's it. So I don't good. know what it is. It's so good. It's so bad for you. Is so it? Good. Yeah, it's a white trash. I grew up eating that. Shit. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Is it like spam? Oh my god, I love it. It's better than spam. Better than okay. spam. spam. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you took a hard stance on spam. I appreciate that. We haven't had any controversy on this show yet. So no, no, spam. Uh, no actually, boy, you don't you don't fuck around with like uh Pacific Islanders and spam. Um they don't mess around with that, dude. They like yeah. that. Oh God, it's so fucking gross. Like I've had it. Oh, Hawaii. Well, I've had I, it before. It's ugh. yeah. Well, Hawaii definitely. It, but you know, I grew up eating it because my mom would make it every now and then. It wasn't my favorite, but right. I think my dad, you know, from World War II being in the Pacific, got mm -hmm. a got a hankering for it. So wow, it. and she would just like chunk chunk these big big chunks like this big and this thick and just. Right. <laughs> Boom. White bread. There you go, baby. <laughs> and I remember once I took that to school and I had two spam sandwiches and mm -hmm. in like third or fourth grade. And there was these I lived in the projects and the projects were primarily black. There was very few, I'd say like three percent white people and probably about twenty percent Hispanics. Mm -hmm. Um but there was one building in the deepest, darkest part of the uh, complex uh, of the projects, 
And when I say dark, it's just like there was trees and stuff over there. And, and there was tagging on every building, gang tagging, not on the Samoan building. Oh, no one really? fuck with those people. No, no one fuck with those people. You one of those no. people to be your friend. And when those two guys <laughs> saw that I had a spam sandwich, one, they thought I was the coolest kid ever. This was funny <laughs> like it. And I gave I gave one to they were twins. I gave one Smart. to one, I gave one to the other. They gave me their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And those guys, no one fucked with me oh. after that. Ever. Wow. Because as long as those guys were there. Because yeah. Just yeah. Cause spam. Yeah. Spam. Wow. That's a great what a great we're gonna make that into a commercial for spam, man. That's a great advertisement. <laughs> spam to the to the thuggish <laughs> twins. <laughs> Don't protect you. No, I'm sure those guys are probably one of them was probably Troy Pollum Paula. Or the rock. Could have been the rock. Could have been. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to ask him. We'll no, send the him rock the clip. Is Tongan. He's Tongan. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. When I was in a um, where was I in uh, Iraq in 2008? We played a base mm-hmm. in Iraq during the war, and uh, the guard that guard the guard the people that were guarding the headquarters there were the you know four star general was were Tongan <laughs> Marines. Oh wow. wow! No one wanted to mess with those guys. God damn! At, at all. So wait a minute. I just want to get something straight. What you're telling me is, if The Rock becomes president, all I have to do to filibuster is get him a spam sandwich. <laughs> is That's all I have Dude, to do to get something well, done. You know, I, he's not a little kid living in the project, so <laughs> I think I think he can afford his own spam. So what you're saying is, go for Kevin Hart. <laughs> um, that was, that that was, was my Kevin Hart. That, um, was your, that was good. That was a good Kevin Hart. I saw it right Kevin. away. <laughs> um because you da- you dabbled in the politics thing before how the hell did you even get involved i mean you spoke in front of congress which has got to be the most intimidating thing like or did you not give a shit because you're just at the time Fuck those people yeah i, I mean <laughs> i agree I, I didn't give a shit i agree I, yeah. I, I mean i was a little nervous at first but i saw their indifference and mm-hmm. their their apathy and their fake interest you right. know especially the republicans um yep. at the time and it just kind of enraged me a little bit and it set a fire in my belly and i had a script that i was going off i just tossed it to the side and i started talking to him and i was pointing mm-hmm. at him, henry hyde and all these other people that were on it hold on cincinnati's on the clock <laughs> this episode of Dystopia brought to you by Spam and the NFL Draft. <laughs> and the NFL Draft. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. I wish you could see this dude, Jamar Chase. My guy looks crisp. You know, all white suit with a little white silk um, half mock turtle mock neck. Oh, shit. Neck. Huh. Mock turtle neck. That's man. fancy. These guys are. Fans. I can't pull off a turtleneck. I can't do it. Well, I got so much neck, and now I got so much skin. <laughs> yeah, laugh all you want, fuckers. It's gonna happen to you. It's gonna happen to you. You still got all your hair, though, dude. You know what I mean? That's that's well, fucking something. There you go. No, I got, I got. My dad was bald. Had the Don Rickles by the time he was like 37, 38. 
Oh, it goes, wow. it goes on your mom, on your mom's yeah. side. Apparently. On your mom's side, yeah. Yeah, and my my dad, my my mom's dad was a hillbilly that had you know he he, he had super high peaked forehead, but that's kind of what I got. It is what yeah. it is, man. No, I don't have he's a still- head of hair like you. How about you? How about you, Tom? Yeah, you hiding I mean, hair? Yeah, oh, he's, he's got, got hair. Okay. Yeah, I'm all right for now. It's funny, me and my brother with. We sound exactly alike, but if you look at this, he grows this crazy beard that I can't grow, and mm. he lost a little bit up top. So I'm I'm getting a little thin, but I'm in my 40s, so I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not mad. Apparently, I'm like part Wookie because I've got the whole thing. I don't know. You're it's a just, Wookie. Or, yeah. <laughs> You're a Wookie. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate are, that. Are you Italian? Of Italian? I'm Italian. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm just so same thing. Oh, it's very similar. Only, you know, I'm a 59-year-old Greek man. Mm-hmm. You think I'd be able to grow facial hair, right? right. I have the worst beard ever. It's all sprouts. Really? Yeah, my brother at the age of 17 was shaving from here, from cheekbone to collarbone, right? Holy shit. Yeah. And my dad, same way. Not me. And it just skipped you? Yeah, but I got more hair than that motherfucker ever did, so... <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh my god. What are you yeah. Do? Wait, go back to the you were telling me about Congress and you started uh, pointing at Hyde and uh I was I was talking I, I got my swagger cuz they, they you know when you get into a room and people just like automatically judge you and they think they of course know what all about oh yeah. this guy's a rocker guy and you know and that was respectful I wore a suit you know sure. I came in there I respect the the, the process mm-hmm. and I respect the, the what was going on but i right. just got this feeling from them that you know uh it just this a bullshit white superiority and yeah I, even as a white guy i just got this feeling of old school classism and i just got kind of pissy and instead of getting angry i just i got smart smart ass and just i just got my swagger up like i like when I walk on stage, before I walk on stage in front of thousands of people, mm-hmm. I get nervous every time. Yeah. Learn how to turn that nervous energy into uh, that into energy, into into power and, mm-hmm. and swagger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. If you can't do that, it's like you every night in front of a mic. You've mm-hmm. got to have that. Yeah, you might not feel like it, but you got to find it from somewhere, and you got to absolutely. It. It's actually comforting to hear you say that because you do kind of wonder if it ever goes away. And most of the time, whenever I talk to anybody who's been doing it for a while, they're like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> so you're just like, you never lose that. It's always kind of there, and you just—it's fight or flight. Yeah, it, it is fight or flight, and I learned young that I'm a fighter. Yeah. You know? Um. Other other people were abused and raped when they were younger like me and they became victims or mm-hmm. victimizers. Right. I never became either. I came close to being a victimizer. I mean, you could look at it as just my all the women I've had sex with in my life and you know, four marriages. Um mm-hmm. you know, all that all that relates back to that. Being being sure. sexualized and sensualized when they're eight years old, raped right. by, by you know, young men, teenagers, it, it was, it was devastating. I mean, if it ha- do you guys have kids? Not yet. Not yet I don't hope to soon. No, yeah. you don't either have children. No. Well, just to imagine your child 
have, having that done to them. Couldn't it, even imagine. It enrages me. Right. Man. And my mother, yeah. I never told my mother. My mother never knew. Never really? told. Me. Didn't even talk about it till after she died. Because oh she, my mom was a sweet, old school, hillbilly woman. Grumpy, mm -hmm. kind of pissed off because my dad mistreated her. And she left him, which was big to do in the late 60s, early 70s. You know, because mm -hmm. divorced women were not regarded with any respect at that it took time. a lot of strength. Yeah. Right. It, it took took balls and swagger. Uh, and But my mom was old school, man. She kept the 38 under her mattress. Wow. She wasn't fucking around. Yeah. She, you, you know, you weren't, we that, didn't have much, but you weren't going to take it from us. That right, was her, right. Is, that was her is idea. Is that kind of where you got your fight from? Did you get it from your mother? I get it from my mom. Nice. Tenacity. Just tenacity. Yeah. And I, I don't think I would have had the success I had if it wasn't for for her. She taught me tenacity and just, just, and also going through all the stuff I did, pain. I was talking about that with my therapist today. I think pain and going through pain and learning when you get knocked down, it's not about how you get knocked down or how often you get knocked down. It's about how you get back up again and how you right. pick yourself back up and how you learn to do it with grace and how you learn from what, happened before you know and i know that sounds like a hallmark card no in, in practice it's true mm -hmm. and um i life coach people i'm i'm actually about a month away from being accredited i'm in a program where i'm going to start working with uh uh alcohol and drug people uh, and get my accreditation for that later this year and then uh get my uh psychology degree in the next two three years that really? is incredible, yeah. dude. Congrats, man. I mean, That's I fucking awesome. I want to I need to start giving back. I need to and plus mm -hmm. I need something to do that I enjoy doing that I have a skill set doing um after this is all done. You you've know? Always, you've well, always you've been always been giving back though. Oh, sorry, Tom. Yeah. No, I, no, I was going to say you were Yeah, oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a routine that he and I Just do every day. room. For the love of God. We haven't even met in person yet. This is only virtual. I can't even seriously. Whoa. Seriously, we met. Yeah, this is pandemic. This is all yeah. the pandemic, man. Yeah. Uh, no, what I, what I was gonna say was, I mean, you you said you you got to start giving back, man. But you have you've been given you've been you've been active in in politics and in gay rights. I mean, you did get the. I think this is the one you went to Congress for. You got the um, the Compassion for Children and Child Support Enforcement Act passed. That's the one you it went to. Your pass. It didn't get passed. It said it got passed on the. Oh no, no it's never been passed. No, it then, was it, it was the, it was it was nicknamed the deadbeat dad rule, um, mm. deadbeat dad law or bill, and uh, but it was exactly what you just called it. And um, HR, I think it was HR two fourteen. Um, uh, yeah, HR fourteen eighty eight. Yeah, fourteen eighty eight. Yeah, two fourteen. I think is a is a quaalude. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something. Um, but, uh, I, um, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, yeah, no, it didn't get passed. And actually, that bill to give respect to the other side of the aisle to Republicans, that bill was by a super conservative guy, Henry Hyde, mm -hmm. and uh, Lynn. I forget her name. Was an extremely liberal Democrat. They came together and wrote that. Wrote that wow. And it would have got passed. It would have been piggybacked. But that was right before 
um, the 2000 election. And mm -hmm. after the 2000 election, there hasn't been bipartisan nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nothing, no, I know. Nothing worth a damn anyway. Nope. I, I feel you, man. And because you were also uh, a, a big uh, opponent to the uh, Prop 8 and stuff like that. And that was from your time, I guess, when you were younger, you said you had spent some time in Castro. Well, I I I lived in um I lived in San Francisco for about five years. Mm -hmm. and there was there was a time in I I'd say in the late eighties, so 92, mm -hmm. um, and moved to Portland in late ninety one, not ninety two. Um mm -hmm. I uh yeah, I worked I worked I, I wanted to work for for free as a volunteer for the for the AIDS project which was just raging at the time right and um i just i did it for like a week and i just started having like horrible panic attacks and depression and wow. so i helped in a different way but i couldn't go into people's houses just couldn't handle it right i'm a tough guy pull a knife on me i can handle that but sure, yeah. watching a man shrivel up and die yeah that's got to be traumatic as hell man Oh, dude, yeah, and not a and, lot of not a lot of compassion outside of the Castro at that point, right? And I was reading something that an interview you gave, and you said uh, something that I love you to just expand on. You said you were aware of Harvey Milk um, before anybody else was. Do you just mean from hanging out with the like you knew of his, you know, uh, I, career? Or I just knew, I knew of him. Okay, I, you know, I, I I knew of like you know people I knew. I had friends that were in the community, you know, in mm -hmm. the gay community. And uh, um, I just, you know, I played in bands and there was people in, in the, in the band community that, that were there and we'd go over there and it was just, as a matter of fact, when I was 16 years old, living in Santa Monica, the guy who lived in the front apartment, um, my mom went out of town for a week and asked me if I wanted to go with him and some friends to, because uh, he knew I was a fan, see the Sex Pistols at Winterland. Nice. Right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sure, I'd like to go. So I went up there. We took three cars up there. Stayed in stayed in the um, in, in, in uh, the Castro, surrounded by gay men. Went, mm -hmm. you know, the leather guys, you know, <laughs> going drag, drag queens. Went to my first drag bar. You know, I was right. sitting there sneaking me into a drag bar, you know, and um, in Noe Valley. And uh, I couldn't have been safer. I seriously, yeah. I couldn't have been more like people sweet to me, taking care of me. No, no weird vibes, no mm -hmm. scary vibes, no, no, nothing. Just yeah. sweetness and compassion. Wow. And it just it just opened my heart to like at the age of 16 to what could be. And it's the, and that's when I first heard about Harvey milk because he was a con, you know, a, a, a city city council member at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, gotta be a, a crazy experience to have at that age too, especially around that time because of all the negative shit, you know, that was put out about the gay community and gays in general. And then for you to have that kind of transformative you know, uh, experience. experience at a young age is incredible. Up until up until just recently, I remember back in 2004, there was still ballot measures that um, 
would get knocked down because they're unconstitutional. But the city of Denver, city of Portland, uh, different cities had anti-gay uh, gay things pass. You right. know, um, e- even in California. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I just, I, I, I was very grateful for a lot of the things. Uh, <laughs> you got some. Have a you corn got something chip? to eat. I was little, <laughs> little blue organic corn chip. Nice. And and Tom's always telling me not to eat on air. How dare you, sir? I'm using an ASMR food eating tag. <laughs> it says it in my contract. I'm a guest. I, yeah, exactly. I read the rider. Exactly. Oh, that's. Funny. Oh, did you send me these over? Thanks, dude. <laughs> funny. You hey, anytime. My wife. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I really, <laughs> I really think that you are you have been a help and inspiration to so many people. Like mm-hmm. beyond like even like all of the stuff you've been through, you're brave enough to talk about it, and then people that have been through it could associate with you. And it's it, you've been through so much, and you've never hit anything. Like you've never kept it closed off. It's right. always been out there in your music or in you've put it into the world so people could see that you could be strong even if you went through this, 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 and this. Right up to the latest one. Like, the latest song is super moving. I kept listening to it over and over. Yeah. And it resonated so much with me. Which one? Hot Water Test? Hot Water yeah, Test. Man. Yeah, Hot Water yeah. Test. Which you I know? never knew, by the way. You know I, about I, the title? I, yeah, yeah, I did not know that that was how they did that back then. I mean, did, did you always know that, or did it come across researching no. it? Well, yeah, so... Excuse me, I'll stop you. No, no, no. No, um, this makes me this is great. But the right here I mean, it's, it's just like addictive. Um, <laughs> so I I I was in a car accident in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um no one got hurt. Um a couple of weeks later I started getting like a pinched nerve in my neck. Call my right. doctor. He's like, it's probably a pinched nerve. I'm gonna send you in for an M- MR- MRI. Go get an mm-hmm. MRI, I'll see where it is, come in. I'll give you an epidural. No problem. Mm-hmm. Give you a shot in the neck right where it is. Right. Uh, and you'll be fine. And uh, I went and did that. And I walk into his office. Well, it's not an office. It's like his little room where he would see me. And it's literally like the size of a normal bathroom, you know, like maybe seven by 10. You know, right. 15. And, you know, three adults could be in there not really comfortably. And I walk <laughs> in there. And there's six guys in there, himself included, with stethoscopes and clipboards. And as I walk in, they all look at me. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. I don't know what this (laughs) is, but this ain't good. Right. And then they told me, and two of the guys were neurologists, and they had looked at the MRI. And the other guys had looked at them and um, said that, yeah, they're pretty convinced I had RRMS. And uh, I should get a second opinion and find a neurologist. And um, I I came out of there just like in the song. I walked out of there. I felt um, it. I walked all the way to my car. Mm-hmm. Saw people, tried to be, you know, upbeat, smile, joking, mm-hmm. you know, my normal self. Yep. Walked to my car, called my wife on the cell phone and told her. And just as I said the words, I have... I have MS. I have multiple sclerosis. I just, we both started bawling. Man. Just bawling. I haven't cried like that. I don't know how long. Wow. Years, yeah. 20 years. And um, 
you know, we talked about it and she asked me questions. I told her what the doctors had said. Hung up the phone. So baby, I got to drive. I can't drive and talk to you. I just, I can't do it right now. So I drove home from the valley to Pasadena, about 20 miles. <clears throat> By the time I get home, my wife's on the bed. She's got my computer, her computer, my daughter's iPad. She looks like mm -hmm. she's walking into fucking Fort Knox or something. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, look, you know, going here, going over here, going, baby, we got this. That's right. Yeah. We got this. We can do this. This is this is not going to define you. We're not going to let it define you. And it just, that right there. And she had learned all this stuff. And I, I, we just read about it all night. And I, I read about the hot water, that hot bath test, hot water test that they wow. had done in the 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. Um, and um, it was just, but her saying that to me um, just made me feel like, okay, I'm part of a team. And when yeah. you're part of a team, um, it really makes anything hard that much easier when you got someone with you. Just yeah. like your wife, man. Yeah. Uh, we, when we were not married yet, and it was funny because I was like, in, in your head, you're like, this is either going to make us or break <laughs> us, right? It totally made us. I think it's what made us bond so much more because, like, it was – it's not something that's going to stop you. And, you know, when they give you RRMS, you don't know anything. So you start thinking the worst because all you picture is the worst because it's all the mm -hmm. – well, Everyone you thinks that, you know, it's like oh, Jerry Lewis does a – when he was alive you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 150 years ago and that wasn't right. MS, that was muscular dystrophy yeah right my um my i was gonna say well just go back to that my mom they can't my mom's been to uh the doctors several times for several similar symptoms either between lupus and ms and to this day they still can't give her a definitive diagnosis they see something, you know, on, on her brain. They don't know what it is so far as whatever, but she's got all these, you know, and not, and not one of them is particularly extreme either way. Where does she but live? Where, she, where does she live? She lives in New Jersey. She lives in, uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Um, um, what's it called? I thought you were going to be like, I hate New Jersey. Fucking <laughs> Jersey. Uh, Lyme disease. Lyme disease. It could be Lyme. My it could be lying. It's with very that. similar, right? It's very okay. similar. Yeah. The lesions on your brain look very similar. The difference is I don't think they're on your spine. Um, oh. Okay. And um, I'm surprised her neuro her neurologist uh, hasn't brought that up. Yeah, and, I don't know. Uh, that's another thing, too. I know she's been going through all that, too. I think she may have been. I, neither you said it. I don't know if she may have been tested for lines because my stepdad had it. and um, But he, uh -huh. you know. Mm-hmm. And he had Lyme's disease. No, he had Lyme's Lyme disease. disease. Yeah, he had had Lyme's. Um, and then, but he had like, I guess he, whatever it was, he he dealt with it. He, he managed. It was it was never really a factor. Like he had had it for a bit. Um, I don't know if you could ever like fully get rid of it, but he had it where it was basically in remission and it was fine. Yeah, th that's easier to go into remission than than uh, MS or or even yeah. RA or or um, any. A typical disease, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, always worried about the memory. I have a friend, have a friend yeah, that now? went into oh. remission. I have a friend that went into remission from MS. Wow, it's totally doable, and diet means a lot. It really does mean a lot. We find diet. You, 
Tremendous. Your wife does plant-based, right, Tom? We went, we went, you know what? We went fully plant-based and we were great with it to pescatarian. So we'd still have fish here and there. Okay. And then lately we've been cheating and you can see it. We could feel the difference. And it's funny because we didn't, like, I did it two new years ago, right before COVID hit. We were like, oh, you know what? Let's just try plant-based. I'm getting older. I got all these aches and she, we do it and her, everything like dropped off. We haven't really seen a big flare, but it's stress and diet are like so much with MS that triggers of stress and diet. And I feel like after all you've been through, it's not my wife. One of her first symptoms that she remembered is she used to be like, you ever get those floating spots? And I'm like, no, that's not a normal thing. Well, <laughs> and, well, every, actually, everybody has a couple of them. People with MS have thousands of them. And I've had hundreds of them since I was a child. Really? They're starting to think maybe I've had MS since I was born. Wow. Wow. Because wow. I don't ever remember have, having that, that first attack. I don't remember right. that. Yeah. The, the closest I can think of is the times that I've went out on drugs that, um, you know, uh, or like got brought back by the defibrillators. I mean, that was pretty traumatic, you know, or I yeah. got shot. I got shot uh, when I was younger and knifed. Um, wow. But, you know, I, I, I don't remember having that thing. But like your wife, I'm sure, and like your mom, um, when we get sick, we get sicker than yeah. the average bear, yeah. you know, and, uh, it's, and, um, and age has a lot to do with it too. Your wife's probably what early forties, late thirties. No, uh, mid thirties. She's mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. I got okay. a couple of years on her. And, yeah. and, and that's <laughs> <laughs> dude, my wife's 38. I'm 50, 59. Hey, good for you. Good Way to brag. <laughs> Humble brag. Oh, I wouldn't Humble brag. <laughs> oh, God. That, that's the thing, though, too. Like, you, you would just describe like a million things that you had gone through, and all those symptoms could have been, you know, from any one of those things. It's a hard, it feels like it's like, again, my mom is 61. Um, you know, and sometimes she has, you know, uh, some issues that are similar to that memory issues and stuff like that. And sometimes I'm just like, it could just be, you know, stress she's or she's 61. Yeah. Exactly. Which I, she'd kill me if I'd said her age. I did just say her age now. So now uh, she's not allowed <laughs> well, to watch two, this. She's two years, two years older than me. She's a spring chicken. <laughs> oh, she'll be so, so happy that you said that. So uh, right. <laughs> um, of course, the guy who's married to the 38-year-old, right? <laughs> um, I'm going to cut that part out. Uh, <laughs> never happened. Oh, God. Up, throw it away. You are, uh, um, by the way, you. everybody I've, I've talked to about you who, know, who, who loves your music knows you, but people who have met you, you have a reputation for being like one of the nicest dudes, by the way. You have like, you're, I don't know if you know this. Um, I have uh, one of my, one of my, uh, friends who's a comedian um she's basically like our comedy mom just in the business in general uh she's been doing it forever her name is carol montgomery and she took her her son lane when he was super young who was it was in a band now as well and he's a singer um but when he was when he was a kid he took them her to him to see you guys and you were live and you were bringing people up onto the stage and at one point it was you you were just i don't know if you was something you would did all the time or whatever but at this particular show you were just whoever wanted to come up. You were just grabbing people. Well, and usually being, girls. 
but, but like, <laughs> I, I would bring, yeah, because guys are assholes. Guys yes, I, like, I agree. Guys want to grope girls or jump off stage or show people their dick, and no one wants to see anybody's <laughs> dick. You know, That's, I don't really want to see my dick. Yeah. Right. And, well, now know, they just text it. That's what I'm hearing. So it's just it's not as <laughs> they don't even go about? on stage to do it. <laughs> what What is that about? Do you think that I'm one... sorry? That's just my generation, man. I don't know what to tell you. What is with it's, you people? I don't you know. I'm sorry. Go away. You think Listen. it's just it's going to float off into the ether and just go away? You right, do that's know it's what John sends as a parting gift to the cast. Exactly. Get that I'm just like, I'm <laughs> sure, I've got your number, man. You're going to get one with a gift card and everything. It's in a boy. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, you might, it's a good, you it's a good one it's classic. You, know, you might not like what you see. Me. <laughs> You do, you do realize that's how we're going to be voting in the future, right? Because it's every part of my generation is going to have a nude <laughs> at some point. So we're just going to be swiping through a booth like, nope, nope, oh, oh. nope, the next that's part. too I'd, small. I'd, I'd nail her. Okay, I'm going to vote. Is that Pelosi? Yeah. How did that get in there? Like your politics, um, but I don't want to so, go there. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I hear you. So, but that was like, so, so, you know, you were bringing people on stage or whatever. And being the, the, the mother that she is at the time, she just started like elbowing people to get to the front of her stage because her son loved, you know, loved you guys and loved the band. And uh, I think it had reached like the limit or whatever. And you saw that there was a kid that wanted to get on and you was like, wait, 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 wait. And you like pointed and the audience because of that, like helped him up. And you got him onto the stage and you and he, like it's like something that she never forgets and he never forgets. And then you had seen them after the show and you were like, hey, you're the you're the little dude who came up on stage and you were super nice. And you talked to him and uh, and he just, uh, you know, he, he, he always remembers that moment, man. And he's been a huge fan ever since. Yeah. Um, and it was you at know, a casino, I think it was at, like a casino gig, she said. You know, it's so much easier to just be nice to people, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It really is. Absolutely, I mean, the total dick to me. Um, I can, I can, I can, I can do that. You know, yeah, I can do that. But for the most part, um, especially kids and single yeah. moms, I just, I've got a, a soft place in my heart. I got a soft place in my heart for anyone who, well, for one, that likes my music. You know, yeah, yeah, of course. Comedian, if people like what you do, why not? How can you not like them, right? Yeah, um, exactly. But at the same time, I am—I um, just am just so grateful for being able to do what I do. And I know it's not. And I'm—I'm I'm in meetings. I do AA meetings on on Zoom, and I actually love it, to be honest with you. And I—I mm -hmm. uh, wow. I, one of the things I I constantly hear from the guys, and these are all guys who have been in the music business for years and years and years and years. We're all very grateful just to be here. And yeah. I'm grateful that, dude, I get to play rock and roll for a living still. Even after COVID, we're still getting shows every day. I've, I've yeah. already got, I've got like 60 shows booked for the rest of the year. Oh, wow. Dude, that's so great. I know I'm, I'm already, I've had a bag packed for the last six months just because I'm like, I just want to go back out on the road. $1,500 in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, exactly. I'm like. You want me? To, you want me to drive with the window down and wave? I'm there. Where do you need me to go? I'm in, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to fucking go back out. That's all I want to do. Dude, and you're right too. Like, uh, oh, somebody asked if you're coming to the Philly area. 
uh, you know, we want to. Pennsylvania is not, they're still under mandate and they're under, um, um, you know, uh, they, they're, they're, they're not having any kind of shows yet. But apparently okay. the numbers are going down now and they think that they're going to be able to start booking shows like the Electric Factory out, doing the outdoor mm -hmm. stage. Um, and uh, Pennsylvania, like, uh, excuse me, Pittsburgh, Stage AE. And, you know, the outdoor stages should be um, booking in the next two months. So this is the deal. We're doing a tour called Summerland. We haven't okay. announced bands. We're going to announce them on May 3rd. Mm -hmm. And um, some classic bands, classic alternative rock bands. And nice. um, one band is a band that I kind of really look up to. They came out late, late 80s. And Who? there would be... There wouldn't be alternative rock without these guys. And okay. I just, I can't wait to be on tour with them. It's going to be so much fun. Can you tell, can, you can't tell us who yet? No, All right. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, I can't wait now though. You'll tell no. us after the show, right? I'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> no, I'll tell you off Mike. You got to promise <laughs> me you won't tell. I won't. Yeah, I won't say anything. Oh, this is great. Right. We'll give a secret for a secret. We'll tell you a secret <laughs> that nobody else knows. If you like rock, if you like rock, you're going to love this tour. Four bands. Uh, all rock bands, rock American rock and roll, and um, we're gonna go out in Jan in July. We've got almost twenty five dates booked. We got a, a couple fill ins here and there, and a couple like I say, it's depending on like certain markets, like St. Louis. We got a hold on a date and an offer, but that we can't finalize it until May first. It, it you know the numbers are going down. Mm -hmm. Once the governor says, "Boom, we're we're at this tier now," then they can book the date. So, wow. and that's where Pennsylvania is at, and New Jersey, unfortunately. But we're we're hoping. So we're going to do a leg in July, um, and then we're going to do a leg in late uh, September, October, and that's when we'll do the East Coast. And uh, hopefully, you know, the, the usual suspects like like. Um, the Paramount out in Long Island and uh, yeah. Plaza and, and uh, we'll see. I mean, where we get offers from, but the, I think there'll be more indoor shows in the fall. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man. We'll see, man. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, it's, I, I'm just, I'm just grateful to go out. I, I played a show this weekend in Dodge city, Kansas, and it was only 650 nice. people. And they were just, it was like they had, were seeing Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. man. They were so excited about seeing a band. Yeah. And it was just, it was phenomenal. It was, it's crazy. Uh, that's the thing that I love about that is like, they're just, they, people haven't been out. So they're just excited no matter, you know what I mean? Like they're just happy to be out among other people and to get entertained. I did a, um, Asbury Park had a, um, like a, uh, like a live aid kind of a thing for artists, for sure artists or whatever. And I was one of the people who just kind of went up to help raise money and to, and to talk to the, and the crowd tried to be in front of a camera, but they did have like a small crew of the stone pony that was there. And like, Great they fun. were just, yeah, I love that. Oh, so good. So I'm, um, you know, even being on stage there and I was only doing a few minutes of time in between bands, but the small crowd that worked there, man, they were just, it looks like they were just fucking excited just to see somebody else, you know, uh, and be somebody out. Somebody do something, man. I know. <laughs> right. Do something, you know, I know. I, I just, I just, I, I feel for the people who live in like small apartments 
and and during the worst of it were there with you know one person and it, yeah it's just like man i hope your relationship's strong dude yeah i mean i get a, a nice house it's not huge but i got a backyard a pool a, a yeah. front yard i've got we've got room so my daughter can do her thing my wife can do her thing i can do my thing and we're not on top of each other but then we but yeah. we come together for meals and mm-hmm. at night and watch a show um you guys ever watch that show, The Goldbergs? Oh my god, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's so fucking funny. It is. Jeff Garland is amazing in it. Oh, my, which one's Jeff Garland? Jeff Garland's the dad. The heavy set. He's yeah. the dad. Oh, Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the kid who plays Barry is just out of oh. his fucking mind. Yeah. That, so that, that's, but we just, we just, you know, we found that show and we're like, we're like halfway through all the seasons right now i think we're in the beginning of the fourth season but um we we just it, it's great that we have that ability to be together and mm-hmm. be apart but but we're still together and now my daughter went back to in in-person school three weeks ago um you know i'm doing shows uh, yeah. my wife's seeing friends and we're all socially distanced but we're all got the vaccine Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, it's exciting that it's opening opening up, and I think for a lot of people, we're like not taking it for granted. We're very, I, I think you guys probably agree, appreciative, just so yes. appreciative, so oh. grateful. Yeah. Oh my god, I get to go get a burger at a at a restaurant, and not have yes. to put it in a fucking clamshell, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, changed man. people's I, outlook. To yeah, see, like I, to know what's important, and uh, what one person that said they had a huge, uh, huge influence. You had a huge influence on their relationship with their daughter. Is another host on the channel who I'd like to bring on real quick. That just wanted to stop in and tell you how impactful you were on uh, his life too. Hold on one second. I'm going to bring in Scott Curtis. How are you, Scott? Hey, everybody. Art, Art. This is the Make a Wish portion of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I su- I suffer from the same thing you do, old age. So I, I just I just I just want to say that in the '90s I was raising children, so I wasn't paying much attention to music. And my daughter, who was born in '90, was into boy bands in the '90s. And then all of a sudden, I hear out of her room Santa Monica, and I didn't know anything about you. And she is jamming out to it, and she's like, I love this band. And she, to this day, Everclear is one of her favorite bands. And she's, I mean, she's just 30. She's she's like John's age, um, but just absolutely loves your band. And, you know, those songs will come on, Father of Mine, uh, Santa Monica, whatever, and we'll just sing them together. And it's it was a real bonding thing, and it was kind of her her way out of the boy band stuff and spice girls and all that into the more alternative stuff. And she turned me on to like Eve six and all, all, all those bands. And I, I thought it was really cool because I was always a alternative guy and I was a Jesus and Mary chain guy. And I was a joy division guy and all that stuff. And it was just really cool that she got that gene from me. And I, I learned a view from her. Well, thank you very much for saying that. Give my best to your daughter. She's two years older than my oldest daughter. Who was born in '92. Uh, wow. That's why I moved to Portland. Is because my girlfriend, who was from Portland at the time, 
moved to um, San Francisco where I lived and had a band and uh, uh, she got pregnant and then we moved to Portland uh, at the end of 91 and my daughter was born in June of 96. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, excuse me, 92, 92. Um, and that was the year I started Everclear in April of 92. Yeah. So, you know, it was, um, I appreciate you saying that. And it's funny because my daughter went through a little bit of the boy band thing and uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. I, actually, I took her to see the 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 Backstreet Boys when they played <laughs> and I was just like I couldn't believe how much estrogen was in that room oh yeah oh I mean, yeah you ever go to any of those shows no <laughs> my my wife actually took her to all the boy band shows she saw NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and wow. I didn't go to that yeah yeah dude, I'll tell you one thing those Backstreet Boys they had the hottest groupies backstage I had ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I could write, I, I'm going to write a book someday. I could write a book about groupies. Trust yeah. Me. Oh, <laughs> man. Please do. But these, 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 oh my God. It was <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. The sweetest guys. They were so nice to my dog. Yeah. Uh, so I had down. one. I had one question for you, Art, because um, these these babies are so young they don't know anything about music. Um, it, I, uh, being in California, did you ever get a chance to like see an X and Blaster show or anything I, cool like I, that? I wanted to be John Doe so bad. I love him. Yeah, I wanted to be wow. John Doe. You can look at me in the early late seventies, early eighties. I was such a fan of the i found the ramones in late 77 yeah and then i started hearing about this club and i was 15 yeah. i started hearing about this club called the mask and i would go there and try to sneak in and brendan mullins the guy who ran it would just this irish thug would just kick me out of there and <laughs> finally one time i'm just like fucking let me just watch the band i just want to see x yeah, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna drink. I'm not gonna hurt anything. Just let me fucking see the band. And he's like, "Right, stand over there. Don't fucking move." <laughs> and then he would walk by, and he would give me like a whiskey, like some whiskey drink, and just and not even look at me, talking to people. Just hand me like a Jack and Coke or something, and walk by. And I'm sitting wow. like on a straw. Which <laughs> what least rock and roll things you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Looking down my, 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 my Jack and Coke, watching X, just going, this is the best night of my yeah. life. <laughs> it's up there. But the day my, my kids were born, they married my, my, my fourth wife. Yeah. God willing, I'm still with her. 17 years later um but nice yeah you know i know i was huge into x um say a line i'll tell you what song the album it's on and what yeah album. yeah wow. I, and, I mean, and john doe's solo stuff is just uh is just wonderful it, I, just I, like love I love yeah. the yeah yeah so you know yeah. no, all that stuff um i grew up in the in that scene that's when i started coming of age and going to shows um, I never really got into the super hardcore uh, scene of like, you know, Black Flag and stuff like that. And a lot mm -hmm. of the South Bay bands, because uh -huh. it was all about jocks. It was all about the jocks, yeah. you know, yeah. from the suburbs. Right. And it wasn't about the weird kids, you yeah. know, 
anymore like like it had been before like the early punk like you know uh did you ever see the movie uh decline of western civilization the first one yes oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm in that you can see me for about a split second at the x show uh-huh. i've got long hair and a ponytail and i'm jumping i'm jumping up and then there's another scene where i'm in a fight with a guy because i was constantly getting in fights because i had long hair <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't cut my hair yeah and i i wish i had because i would have had such a Hot punk rock girlfriend and friend. <laughs> nope. Nope. Dude, my uncle had long hair back in the day, when, and and people would like harass the shit out of him. I remember, uh, I was I had to be told. So we were he was picking me up from school one day. We lived in uh, Arizona for a bit, and he had long hair Bummer. when he lived in Arizona. I yeah, uh, and he picked me up from school, but he couldn't. He, he didn't drive, so we were walking, and somebody's <laughs> mother. Uh, had like like pulled up alongside as I was walking with my uncle, and he had he had long blonde like hair down to like here, right? And he loved like uh, all that kind of music and stuff too. So we're walking, and she's like, "John, do you know this man?" And for whatever reason, I didn't answer. And he was like, "Tell her I'm your uncle," and I was just like, "Nope." And I but I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand the severity of like I'm like who the fuck is she? Why is she asking? I know who you're like. So I just like kept like eyeballing straight. But people used to do that to him all the time, and I had to be told later like if someone asks, like I'd be like why? And I'm like well they don't trust I'm, people with long hair. Well why? I, I'm I'm so surprised he didn't just kick the shit out of you when you got. <laughs> yeah, my mom would have. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why I'm answering it. Door shut, and then the rings would have came out in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. Boom. So well, I, think, I think one I of my parents long. watched Oprah at the time, and they they knew you weren't allowed to hit kids anymore or some shit. So I, yeah. I did it when I was young, young. We missed that, huh, brother? We missed yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. You guys didn't no, have Oprah? We, we, were doing, we were doing the same drugs at the same time, so I, I feel you. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually used to have long hair, but I was 6'5", and the problem was is I was always pushed to the front of the show, and uh, one time a guy was pissed off at me because I'm tall and tried to set my hair on fire, and my buddy, who was uh, a lot more prone to fighting than I was, uh, knocked him out with a one punch. And oh, that, that was the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. incredible. Right there. Right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> you get that sweet spot. Yeah. They just crumple. They just, I don't care how big they are, how smart you are. Yeah. You just wait for that shot. You get that shot. They go down. And it's then an electric silver. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to say, it's a real honor to talk to you. I actually, my, I had my grandson on FaceTime last night, and my, I told my daughter, I said, you know, I might get to talk to Art tomorrow night. I don't know. And she's like, oh, wow, that would be really cool. So I can't wait to tell her that I actually got to talk to you. Well, give her my best, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 And thank you for coming on and saying hi. It's been, the, the show's been fun. I've been, I, they haven't told you, but I've been watching the NFL draft. Oh, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll stop and I'll be like, and the Bears. Carlos Nelson, who's behind me, has been doing. Oh, shut up. I don't want to hear what you <laughs> No, Art, you're a typical boomer. You're just eating and watching TV and you don't give a fuck. So that's, I, this, I appreciate that. This has been my favorite oh, no. interview. It's so relaxed. <laughs> It is such a. This is this is the this is the I'll, epitome of what I'll this show is supposed to be. <laughs> 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 so 
I just I'm want so I just want Tom to know I'm bringing on a sandwich next time we do an interview. I'm doing it. I don't care who <laughs> it is. I'm not a guest. I'm not a guest. Bringing on a four course meal. I'm having steak. Uh, doing it all. Yeah. I have I have listen. I have a bit of controversy that I want to ask you about because I read about this online. This is going to be a hard hitting question. Okay. Uh, you were on you were on Space Ghost Coast to Coast and they didn't oh, no. and they didn't air it. What Never. happened? I don't know. I did the interview and it was awesome. It was a producer and I was sitting there in the chair and they were asking me these fucking insane questions. <laughs> insane questions. Like if you had flowers and you were going to give flowers to someone, what color would the drapes be in their guest bedroom? <laughs> And I didn't care because I'd seen the show and I'm just like, dude, I love the show. I'm like, oh my God, they asked me, they flew me to New York to do this. And this was just like awesome. And they never aired it. So my, my answers are stupid. So they aired, oh. they aired the fucking Matthew Sweet show, but they didn't air yours. That's, That's a good fucking point. That's a yeah. good juxtaposition. <laughs> I mean, First I all, love I Matthew really Sweet. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I love, love him, I love but Matthew Sweet, but I, yeah. I, I agree with what you say. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to agree with what you say. Yeah. I didn't know they flew people out for an animated show. This is horseshit. They don't even fly. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't get flown out for regular shows. Are you on Comedy Central? <laughs> no, I'm not. You're right. <laughs> Did you ever see Zorak's trailer? Holy oh. shit, it was excellent. Oh, that's true. They had a budget back then. That's got, why. And they gave me things to say to Zorax, you know? And mm. I was like flirting with Zorax. You know? <laughs> I was like, maybe that's why they didn't do it because I was getting kind of kind of raw on Zorax. What I, about, uh, I got a thing for bugs. Can I hear you, man. <laughs> it's probably the leftover LSD. Do you have flashbacks? Is that a thing that people have? I mentioned earlier. <laughs> we'd be in the backyard eating bugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's kind of Do you ever do acid? Oh, yeah. No, my buddy did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, we did. We did. Oh, art. Yeah. yeah. I did so much of it. Yeah. I used to have parties when I had long hair in like the early 80s, late 70s. People would come over to the house and I'd be like, Hey, what's going on? They'd be like, Art, what's in your hair? It's a head of acid. And I'd be like, cool. <laughs> like, how many do you have? I go, I don't know, four or five. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Go, There's another head of acid. <laughs> I would buy acid by the sheets, right? And then mm -hmm. I would pop them up and inadvertently i wasn't the smartest guy never had been the sharpest tool in the drawer and i would take acid and then start cutting them up so some some hits were really big you know? oh, <laughs> shit. yeah so you're peaking like three days later right <laughs> the most i ever took was 17 hits oh man well you wow. got me beat yeah I was holy rough. fuck yeah it took like three days and i was just yeah, air was all greasy and shit. But no wonder why you're still going. Like it's like you, Isn't Keith it Richards. It, what? Oh, no, no, Keith's got me beat. Keith, <laughs> Keith is like cockroaches. He's gonna be a cockroach. I mean, fuck. For for a while, I had a Sirius XM uh, radio show, 
on lithium. And, and I got, yeah. I, I would go on as guests on the like, you know, NFL shows and stuff because they knew I was a fan. And uh, they were kind of amazed that I, I knew so much about it. Cause I'm like, well, yeah, I know about it. Cause I fucking listen to you guys every day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, Because as I've gotten older, it's like, this is my release. It's like, you know, mm. it, it's like, if you're a comedian, you don't just listen to comedians all the time. Right. Yeah. That shit, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and football and, and pol political radio. I, I, that's what I listen to as my release, but political Same. radio will make me crazy. Oh you know? God, dude, me too. Where I had a, I, you, people in the face. Yep. Especially yeah. with this fucking year that just went by. I mean, oh I was, God. I was losing my goddamn mind, dude. I, I there was, there was too much. I to I drinking for the first time in 30 years. Holy I, shit. Election, yeah. dude. I was like, yeah. Oh my God. I know, man. I couldn't sleep. I was up. I, I kept, I had CNN on constantly watching what the hell was going on. I didn't sleep for like three days until they announced it. I'm just like, don't concede. Don't concede. Don't. I know. Concede. Fuck. I know. It was, it was crazy, rough. dude. But, um, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I'm, I'm so grateful for, I'm even, I'm grateful for, for my MS. I'm grateful for, all this, all this shit that's happened because it's really taught me the meaning of gratitude and just to be able to be on a show with you guys and meet you guys and just talk some shit as guys and just mm -hmm. have fun. And yeah, just, man. And I hope people find it entertaining. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, we're watching. We got people watching now, man, and it's gonna be it's gonna be great when it goes up too. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I'm grateful. I'm, and I, I don't mean mean this in any way, but I'm grateful that you got MS as well, because I feel like when high, like high profile people can shine a light on something that like everyday people don't. So there's so mm -hmm. many people walking around with it that nobody knows because you can't see it. So if you look at you, you wouldn't say, hey, that guy's got something. But when somebody's like, hey, your song resonates with so many people that they're like, wow, this is a thing. Let's take a look. at." I'm actually doing a fundraiser this weekend for the Walk MS for Walk MS. So mm -hmm. I do it every year. And it's funny because like we're super blessed. We're not in a position where we need help right now. But there's so many people out there that you see that do that you're like, all right, if we're in such a good position, why shouldn't we help another person? You know? Well, yeah. Why not? It, giving back is just yeah. as you get older, man, it's just like um that's what really, really matters in life is yeah. is, is people. And like I said over and over, it sounds like Hallmark cards, it sounds like cliches. Cliches are cliches because they're true, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And things that get repeated often by different people from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different races, different um, economic strata, and we can still find common ground in a lot of stuff. And that's yeah. just finding, being nice to people. Just be nice to people. Yeah, You, you say yeah. that people say that about me. I learned a long time ago, it's so much easier to be nice to people than to be a dick. You yeah. really got to go out of your way to do that and make life difficult. And trust me, um, you guys probably know as well as I do, don't meet your heroes because you, they're going to just... <laughs> not, yeah. always. not always. Not always. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I met you and I'm not turned <laughs> off. So <laughs> your cool. hero. 
you gotta know you gotta know that your music first of all it holds up all the way from the first album and i listen to it not for nostalgia i listen to it because it's good yeah so that's a good point so uh, you know I, I i absolutely hate nostalgia because is uh is uh has cut into our call are you still on your interview i'm still on this call <laughs> 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 coming dinner your dinner's cold oh, my <laughs> eat it on the show we've already been eating this whole time it's fine it looks thursday <laughs> <laughs> that is that's my favorite moment of any episode i've done so far is somebody's somebody's wife who's just had enough <laughs> like, you tell those boys not. to stop talking you come eat dinner <laughs> why are you still doing this shit come on yeah. <laughs> listen like, i don't want to keep you man so i'm like no 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 man uh, it's just, okay. I'm like, these guys won't shut the fuck up and she's like i know you it's you <laughs> You won't stop that. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I'm so oh, grateful for my wife, man. She's so hot. She's 20 years younger than me, smarter than me, um, better than me in every fucking way. Taught me what love really means. And she, after 17 years, still likes me. That's nice. a big thing. That's the yeah. most important thing. Still sleeps with me, which is awesome. Yeah. How many yeah. people have been married for 17 years still have sex? Not That's true, man. <laughs> Not okay, I gotta cut. I gotta cut in here. It's been thirty-one, and I'm still going pretty strong. So just That's FYI, you're a badass. Yeah, she quit, she quit after twenty, but he's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I oh, get it. The three of you are oh. the three of you are haven't been alone during COVID. I get it. I understand. <laughs> it's I get brag about it some more. I went to my doctor's for get the first time. Going on. What, what's the matter with you? What is, I mean, <laughs> Do something about it, man. You I, did, I didn't know I didn't know it was gonna hit when it hit. Otherwise, I would have shacked up. It would have been fine. <laughs> but it hit. We went into lockdown, and I have a cat. So that's uh, oh dear. That's it. Oh dear. Oh god. But but I mean, all joking aside, just the fact that we still really love each other and like each more than love, like each other mm-hmm. and make each other laugh and. Yeah. And um, I'm just really grateful for that. Um, and, and I really, I'm grateful for you guys. And thank you for coming on and telling, telling me that you like what I do, man. That means a lot to me. It really does. Seriously, thank, thanks for coming on and and talking with you this entire time, before, like leading up to this and your, uh, I believe, I think it's your publicist that I've been talking to. You guys were super professional, super nice. Uh, is it jo- Joey's his name, right? Well, Joey's actually my day-to-day manager. Day-to-day, wow. your manager. Couldn't yeah. have been nicer, by the way. I mean, between my manager talking to him and then him emailing me, and uh, you guys were so accommodating. This was the smoothest, you know, uh, transition ever. So I can't thank you guys enough. You've been amazing. Could I well, just ask one question before we go? I just wanted to ask Art if you would give young you before you started out one piece of advice, what would you give yourself? I already knew this. I had learned this from my mom. We talked about tenacity, but yeah. I, I guess I would. I would have, you know, don't give up. You give mm. up. Someone behind you, like, could you get out of my spotlight, please? You're done. You you don't want this. Like I want. Th- I want this. Yeah. And you gotta really fucking want it, man. You, you, John, you do comedy, man. Mm-hmm. That's hard. I mean, yeah. 
some nights you're just not funny. And you think, you know, you know what I mean? You yeah, exactly. Some nights <laughs> you are funny. And, yeah. And, and even funny people, it's just like some nights you don't have it. And mm -hmm. you've got to be able to just politely tell the world to go fuck itself. Yep. Me, I'm going to do this. Meant in love, you know, it's like I say that to kids as they're growing up. You're going to get to a place where you can lovingly tell your parents to, to fuck off. That's, yeah. That's when you grow up. It's just like, don't tell me what to do anymore. It's time for me to go make my own mistakes. And um, that that was something that I, I, I just, you know, when I was younger, I think to answer your question, Tom, um, I used to get really, I had, I had anger issues and this goes back to the PTSD from the rape and all that stuff and abandonment, my brother dying of an overdose when I was 12, just all these different things added up yeah. to it. So, um, not getting accepted by people or given a chance by people like that time I walked into Congress and people judging me, I, I would get enraged and, mm -hmm. I think if someone could have told me younger, don't pay attention to what any of those fuckers say. Fuck them. Do your thing. Be you. Learn how to be you and learn how to, that you'll find your your true family. Rarely are we all born into our own, our real family. Most of us find our family in the world as we go and that you would you will find your own family. And Great. if someone had told me that, I think... I would have, uh, I could have done without a lot of anxiety and depression. Yeah. Beautiful, I man. Th I think that's where a lot of like the bonding with you happened for so many like teenagers, like in my, I guess my generation, when you found you, you were expressing in your music, all of that, that you had been through that, that feeling you were able to orate and connect with so many people. And I think that's what made, like, you're still being loved by everybody that goes through that transition. You know, yeah. like it's, it's so human that people, you know, that you express it so eloquently. Well, I, well I, I thank you for saying that. I, I love that because like the bands I grew up falling in love with, the punk rock bands, um, you know, I, I loved hard rock and stuff that was aggressive before. But when punk rock and, it's, and like X, X was my favorite band for mm -hmm. years and years and years. Fucking A. And I, the thing about them is that their lyrics were talking about in a poetic way, we're talking about, you know, um, you know, fucking getting into bar fights and 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 finding ways to 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 navigate life that were down to earth and that were real, and that yeah. appealed to me, and it still does, and I think that's in my music that down to earth, common senseness and storytelling, you know, yeah. from first person. A lot of people think all my songs are autobiographic. They're not. I'd say a third of them are, you know, mm -hmm. and a third of them are taken from different things in my life, and I make an amalgam of characters and and build a song around that. And then a third of them are just songs that I just create. Like there's a song called Queen of the Air that's on our second album, Sparkle and Fade, that uh, my bass, my my drummer at the that played on the record, my drummer at the time's like, 
man, I'm really sorry about your mom, man. That, that sucks. I go, my mom lives in Beaverton, man. I'm going out to, I'm taking her to Benny Hunt. What are you talking about? He goes, we're, that's, that's not about your mom. I go, no, I, I, I would go by this bookstore every morning or not every morning, but when I go to this one restaurant, there was this bookstore and I loved like vintage books, old books. Mm-hmm. And I could see this Damn. one book on the shelf and it was old and gilded and, and, you know, I had gold leaf and stuff. And it was called Victoria queen of the airlines. And I didn't know what it was about. Cause every time I would go by there, the store wasn't open on Sunday. And then finally I went there once when it was open, walked in there, grabbed the book, opened it up. And it was some stupid young adult book from like <laughs> 1914 about this girl that left her house to go, you know, on the road with balloonists, who were like, you know, ballooning across America. Wow. Fucking stupid book, which is funny because someone just bought me that that first edition of that book. That's wow. hysterical. It's, Holy shit. It's a horrible book. I like but, how you took the <laughs> but, but you just, took it and made it something ten times better than it ever was. It, it, yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, you absolutely <laughs> did. Arrogant. It just it's better than what it was. Fuck yeah. Just from the <laughs> description. But it's about a guy who's talking about his mom jumping off a bridge that thought he thought it was her aunt. His aunt, yeah, and um, you know, and I got the idea from different old songs I'd listened to and stuff I I had fantasized about, and 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 it was just you know I grew up listening to a lot of heavy hard rock and acid rock and Motown and funk because I lived in the projects, and then I had one sister who was super hippie and listened to a lot of singer songwriters Joni Mitchell, James Taylor. Lots of Neil yeah, Young, big, big influence, Neil Young. So I have Neil a lot amazing. of influences. I like a di- lot of different types of music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, like this morning, driving my daughter to school, we were listening to Eric B. and Rakim, you know? Yeah. And then coming home, we were listening to uh, uh, Power Punk, Pop Punk, uh, The Muffs, a band called The Muffs. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know them. They were just yeah. great. And um, I just, I just love it all. And but nice. but like you're saying, I love bands. I never appreciated bands that um, would, uh, you know, songs about Dungeons and Dragons and that weren't real. Like that. Wasn't my thing, you know. So not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> there, there are exceptions to that rule, motherfucker. Don't I was go. gonna, I was gonna say, <laughs> but you, I know, but I was like, uh, uh, uh. I know you like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> that's blasphemy i know blasphemy. But I, as soon as you said you it i was looking, like wait it looking the way you do really <laughs> really yeah yeah but let's be real led zeppelin let's be yeah. real one led zeppelin one two and three that's all you really need yeah oh yeah i would go all the i i'm sorry i'm no, sorry i get i get a big to differ i would go all the way to physical graffiti. I love physical graffiti because it's such a clusterfuck of ideas. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like the white album. You could you tell oh, us good comparison. Teams, but and they were doing their own thing and then they would come together and do things. But I right. think I think there's brilliance in the sound of, of things falling apart. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's where I would differ with that. And I think House of the Holy is a great fucking album. Yeah, House of the Holy is is, is all right. I was one of my favorites. I, I've never been a fan of Four. I dude, oh, because you've heard every song a million and fifteen times, <laughs> you don't ever need to hear that album again. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I heard it when it came out, and I didn't care for it. So oh, really? That, okay. That's just oh. me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You After know, hearing I mean, one one through three, I I thought it was a step down. Wow. A lot of people, a lot of people felt the songs I like on that album. Are the songs that are not like, um, the constantly played? I, well, yeah, I don't need to hear Black Dog. I don't need right. To, um, uh, Stairway to Heaven, but like mm -hmm. Four Sticks. Four um, Sticks is like, good. Yeah, going yeah. to California when oh, the love. one of my breaks. favorites. Yeah, yeah, love when the love breaks. Just that, mm -hmm. that 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 harmonica that's like back, going backwards, and you're getting feedback out of it. Yeah, man, no. Mike. It's pretty fucking punk. That Even was the best. Just that attitude of like of, of Jimmy Page producing shit is like I'm on heroin, yep. I'm worshiping Satan, I'm fucking <laughs> a 13-year-old. Let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's give it a try. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, oh, and the man. rhythm the rhythm section of Zeppelin never gets its due either, because Bonham oh. and John Paul Young, I mean, you know, two of the most unique drummers and bassists ever were together there and they they're overshadowed and my yeah least, if you single that stuff out it's robert, good my least favorite thing is robert plant even yeah. though i like robert plant i'm gonna mm -hmm. i'm gonna back him up and he was very nice to me when i met him very very nice so mm -hmm. i'll give him that but yeah that i i don't usually like <laughs> that <shit>. yeah <laughs> yeah iron maiden Met the guys, great guys, great musicians. It's about yeah. voices for me, man. I hear. What do you think yeah. of that Give band? Give me John, John Doe. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you think of that band? Do you know the band Greta Van Fleet? Yes. That's how. Yeah, dude. What do you? No, no, no. Same, but I, same expression. Yeah. You're making me crazy. Have mouth. You're making me have <laughs> Well, I was gonna say the craziest shit about that is how much that band denies they were influenced by Zeppelin. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Shut like, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I will whoop you, little skinny fucking roll ass. Exactly. I'm like, the fuck are you talking own, about? Own the shit, man. Yeah. Own exactly. That oh, fucking drove me played, crazy. We played a show in some small town. This is like four years ago. Some. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, summertime, some festival, and the opening band were these kids that were like 16, 17, 18 years old, and they were doing and they were like totally ripping off Led Zeppelin, but they were fucking amazing. I mean, our <laughs> player looked like me, looked like my daughter, right? You yeah. know, skinny little kid, long, <laughs> and he's fully doing the, the Jimmy Page, you know, um, kind of shuffle across the stage and uh, shit like yeah. that. The Les Paul, and I'm just like, God, I mean, if I was a 15 year old girl, I'd fucking jump your bones. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so fucking rock and roll. <laughs> and I don't know what happened to those kids because their dads kept trying to produce them and make them sound like the, the, the Doobie Brothers and shit like that. Uh, oh, that's fucking rough. No, no, come down, come out, hang out with Uncle Art. I'll, I'll turn you on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, off topic. Off topic. Um, are did you ever get to play with Screaming Trees? Um, Ooh. 
No, but I, I really like them. I, I feel like they are the most underrated of the whole grunge era. I, I think that they, I, I think they blew Nirvana away personally. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we can agree to, to disagree. Hey, I don't okay. agree with I don't. We can agree to disagree. Mark but, Lanigan but, is a poet, baby. Well, he is a poet. <laughs> he is a poet. I, I, I agree. I would argue that so is Kurt in yeah. a different kind of way. A diff, total different take on songwriting and expression. But point being, um, I, I see, I mean, you know, their voices are so different. I mean, oh, yeah. Mark Lanigan's got that, oh, you yeah. know, that big, yeah. deep voice and pretty amazing mm -hmm. and so if that's your thing i totally get it and and you know the, not the skinniest band ever no you know? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what a great side critique not the skinniest but, band ever oh, but those, 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 those boys have never messed a meal no <laughs> reinforce the stage yeah yeah they fucking Dude, I saw oh them my God. several times. They fucking rock. Never played with them. Never played yeah, with them. Yeah. Do yeah. You, one of my favorites. Is there, is there any particular person that you wanted to play with that you didn't get to? Um, You mean play a show with? Yeah. Well, I played a show with John Doe. Never played with X. I played with John Doe. Mm -hmm. uh, solo. Uh, nice. That's incredible. Was that was that like a? Can you even believe you were doing it? I was. It was kind of weird. It was weird. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. You know, it's just like at the time, after the fact, I would kind of pinch myself about shit like that. Hold right. on. Right. Uh oh. On. <laughs> we're the 14th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The New York Jets select Elijah Vera Tucker, guard. Big old boy up on the front line, hog molly. And people would lose a lot of money if they were betting on that Jets pick right there. Yeah. That. <laughs> yep. Well, that Jet pick, just so you know, came from the Seahawks for Jamal Adams last uh, year. That yeah. was our pick. Yes, it yeah. was. Trading so, up. <laughs> well, no, we got we we dude. I think it was. I think it, we you know we gave him two firsts and a third. And I think it was money well spent, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. For, your, for, for what they needed, it was money yeah, well spent. Th that guy kicked ass. He, he had more more sacks, 9.5 9 sacks, than any safety ever in the history of the game. So. Wow. Anyway. I, didn't know, I didn't know that stat. Sorry, sorry we're such football geeks. <laughs> Nerds. No, no. I, I appreciate all, any and all nerd culture. You've seen me. This is the, this is the only time I'm not wearing a, a superhero shirt right now. So I got a, I got a fantasy football league going on. I got Gandalf. I got Hulk. Uh, I, no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, Dude, I love I love the Lord of the Rings. I Dude, I, me too. I, I am such a nerd. And I just found this out. I don't know if you know this, but Amazon paid... $494 million. They're putting $494 $494 million, half a billion dollars, into the first season of the Silmarillion. No Ooh. fucking way. Wow. Holy shit. That's incredible. Oh, it's going to be. I didn't know they put that much into Peter, it. That's amazing. Peter, Peter Jackson is the executive producer on Oh, fuck. That's awesome, man. With the way CG is now compared to 25 years ago. Yeah. God, it's gonna be I think that's like 
more than half of what Game of Thrones was, and that was pretty impressive with the dragons and shit. So I can't imagine what this is gonna look like now. Oh yeah, it's gonna look amazing. But I see that's the thing, man. When it comes to my music, I am so not a fantasy guy, and yeah, I, I'm a big you know when it comes to poetry. Um, uh, I like a lot of mo- modern scat type pop poetry, and I like um, uh, torn page stuff, and I mm-hmm. like. Uh, um, I go back to Walt Whitman. I love the, the whole Walt Whitman. Yeah, I did a paper on him, and uh, when I was in college, yeah, he's I love Walt. I Whitman. did. I did, I, I did a twenty-page paper on on Walt Whitman. Did and, you really? Uh, and in, in college. That's incredible. Yeah. I see. I, I love. I love uh, songs that are about shit make me happy, and I find it like normally whenever I'm dating somebody, they like the the super poppy shit, which I have nothing against. Like a good, it's like fast food. You know what I mean? I call it fast food music. Sure. Because it's fine once in a while and it's the dance shit. But I sometimes I'm with people and they're like, How could you listen to whatever? It's so depressing. I'm like depressing my ass, man. They're telling a fucking story. They're getting through shit. They're teaching mm-hmm. you, you know, how to deal with life. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I love all that stuff. Well, that's that's you can thank punk rock for that because uh, yeah, oh yeah. Rock and roll didn't have that until the late seventies, late early eighties. Um, and I agree. And my point that I was trying to make was that it's weird, but when it comes to like reading just like for me, fun fiction, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'll read a serious book. Uh, I usually read about three books at a time and I'll read a a, a biography, but then I'll read science fiction and I'll I'll read really good fantasy. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, <laughs> like Ayn Rand, that's fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> Tolkien, I love Tolkien. Tolkien. I love uh, Robert Heinlein, the old classics. Oh, um, I used to read that. Yeah, Dune. I stepped I'm so in excited it. about the Dune. movie coming out. Me too. I think that yeah. one's going to be amazing. I think that one's going to be fucking great. Yeah, the guy who's doing it, who, 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 you know, it's going to be a Amazing. Whenever, whenever somebody's working on a film like that and they're a huge fan of it, I'm, I'm like, this is, I mean, I get excited because I know they're going to do it justice. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Enthusiasm, man. It, mm-hmm. it makes up so much. So it always, man. always pisses me off when they give something to somebody like, hey, so and so is doing this comic book movie, and then they give him an interview and they're like, I've never read a comic book. Uh, I don't know the characters. I'm like, the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, come <laughs> on. Oh, another draft pick. Yeah, Mac Jones, the quarterback, got picked by the Cardinals, which makes no kind of sense. Why did mm. they? Why did they pick a quarterback? They I had, don't know. They picked a quarterback first round last year. Sometimes right? there's a reason, though. Sometimes it's defensive because because they're planning to make a move with another team. So it's almost like chess, where it's like uh, I know he's going to go to this to this guy, and he uh, took this guy. Uh, you know, maybe. Maybe it's Atlanta because they they took they took the tight end. Maybe they'll trade him for because I've been hearing that. Uh, what's up. his name? The the wide what's their wide receiver on Atlanta? Atlanta uh, um, starts with a J. Hold on, I'll tell you. I'll think. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, we all have phones. We're like, who is it? <laughs> I, I'm I'm forgetting his name. He's got two names. Julio start- Jones. Huh? Julio Jones. Julio Jones, two names yeah. to start with J. Um, yeah. 
and I heard that <laughs> no wanted to get traded, so maybe they're going to trade across. Smart. See? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we got to find the good money to bet on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, we just figured it out right there. All right, guys, I got to go eat my vegetarian fucking nightmare dinner. Yeah, please. Dude. <laughs> Such a pleasure. Tell, tell, apologize to your wife uh, for me for keeping you. Oh, no way. I'm putting you, I'm throwing you under the bus, dude. <laughs> They were working on the podcast. You're going to be right under, you know, the, the double wheels at the back of the bus? Yeah. Triple <laughs> axle, four wheels. Yeah, you're going to <laughs> uh, thank, thank you so, so much, seriously, for coming on, man. It's been a blast. True pleasure for me. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. For, yeah. Thanks for joining us, brother. Um, thank you, Art. Yeah, man. Uh, best best to your daughter, best to, to, to your wife. Uh, another MS warrior. Best to your mom. I hope she figures out what's going on, John. Um, Thanks, man. Everybody out there, thank you for having me. Hope it was- if there's anything we could do for you, let us know too. I that, we'll make well, sure we're at that next show. Keep an eye out. May May third, we're gonna uh, look online. It's gonna be all over the place. Go to everclair.com uh, or everclairmusic.com and uh, or Facebooks or Twitter or Instagram, and we're gonna announce. Summerland 2021, the first line. Sweet. All right. Definitely be there. Looking forward to that. I will be there right. when they're in the tri state for sure. Cool, man. Well, man, let me know when you guys, if we're coming to a place near you, let me know. Um, you guys got my my email and stuff. Let me know. Yep. I got your um, number. I'm gonna be texting you for that band go, info. Go to Joey. <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. <laughs> You and your mom, but that would be. <laughs> I got friends. I have friends. I just haven't seen them. That's all. <laughs> all right. All right. Take care, man. Peace. Before they kill me. Bye, guys. Yep. Oh. 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 Oh.